0: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Gotta Love Sport. I'm Ryan Moffat alongside Mark and We've got a good episode for you today. We're going to be taking you guys around the different sports leagues, giving you updates on what's going on, and we're going to be releasing our official playoff predictions for the NBA. Mark, it's a good
1: day. Yeah, what's up, Ryan? It's good. To, it's good to be back. Another episode. You gotta love sport, man. Um... Sports back in the swinging things again. We're getting into the playoffs now in NHL. NBA starting up.
0: Can't wait. Let's uh, waste no time here. Mark is going to give us an update on the NHL.
1: Yeah, so uh, the qualifying round just ended. Uh, the playoffs, the real playoffs just started up. Um, I think we should highlight a couple of things that happened in the qualifying rounds. The, both five seeds were eliminated by 12 seed, the 12 seeds in the playoffs. The Blackhawks beat the Oilers and the Montreal Canadiens beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, so those were some big upsets. As those two teams were uh, – the Canadiens and the Blackhawks were, if the season would have ended um, back in March, they were far out of the playoffs. But because of this updated format, they were able to sneak in, and they ended up winning. Um, and uh, they're both in the playoff series right now. Um, in terms of the round-robin play, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Those top four seeds played in round-robin. The Flyers got the one seed in the east, and uh, Vegas got the one seed in the west. Um, and then as as the uh, real Stanley Cup playoffs started up this week, uh, there's a, a five-overtime game, the Blue Jackets and the Lightning, and the five OTs, one of the longest games in hockey history. Crazy. Blue Jackets goalie Jonas Corpusalo had 85 saves, uh, which is just incredible to think about. The Blue Jackets did end up losing, but, I mean, 85 saves is unheard of, and it was the most in playoff history. Um, we also talked about the other week uh, – the draft lottery and how there was some controversy surrounding that um, and how one of the teams that got eliminated in, in his qualifying rounds was going to get the number one pick. And uh, so each of those teams had a 12.5% chance to get the number one pick. And the New York Rangers ended up getting that pick. Um, and they will be drafting number one uh, come June of 2021. Um, and then just to give you an update on where the series stand right now, uh, the Blue and the Lightning tied at one. Vegas is up 2-0 on Chicago. The Bruins and the Hurricanes are, are both not up at one game apiece. The Flames and the Stars are not up at one. And then the Islanders, the Canucks, the Flyers, and the Avalanche have a 1-0 lead. Um, and all those game twos are today. Um, and those series will keep on going. Best of seven now um, and back to normal format, what the Stanley Cup playoffs usually are. Um, so really looking forward as these NHL playoffs continue. Some great hockey's being played in the bubble. And um, they're doing really well with the... Corona test is they still have no positives so far in the bubble, which is really good. Um, the NHL did a great job putting the two hub cities together. Um, and speaking of that five overtime game, they actually had to de- delay the game. Uh, the Bruins and the Hurricanes are supposed to play, unlike the NBA bubble where they have multiple courts, um, these bubbles only have one, you know, rink uh, for each conference. Um, so they had to delay that the next day. And obviously, the condition of the ice is really important in hockey. So um, player safety was at risk they would have played that night. So, but yeah, good first week action here. Um, and I'm excited to, to watch it continue.
0: Yeah, that, that five overtime game was was crazy. I, I was watching the end of it. Yeah. That game was going on for over six hours. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was. I can't is, imagine how tired is guys were. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Thanks for that update there. Great update from Mark. Uh, I'm going to take it from here, give you a quick baseball update. Just going to take you through. Each um, each division here give you an update on the standings. AL East Yankees and Rays are sitting atop at that division. Yankees still looking good. The Twins are are top of the AL Central, but four teams above 500 in that one. AL West, the A's are are 13-6 leading that division, and we move over to the NL now. The Marlins Marlins are back playing. Um, they're eight and four are 11-9, the two top teams in, in the NL East. The NL Central, the Cubs are very hot, playing really, really well. 13-3, they have the best record in baseball right now, sitting atop that division. The NL West, Rockies, Dodgers, and Padres are sitting up top there with 12-6, 13-7, and 11-9 records, respectively. Rockies, or sorry, the Dodgers and the Padres played last night Mookie Betts had three home runs in that one. Dodgers blew them out. Um, So, you know, Dodgers and Yankees still, like we said before, favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, the Cubs are really hot right now, um, playing well still. And and we're about about a third of the way through the season. Most teams are around 18 through about 20 games. But it it does fluctuate because of – of all like the coronavirus stuff, and sometimes you know, like games get cancelled um, and teams can't play like the Cardinals still have only played only a handful of games, um, so we'll see how how that continues to go as we move forward.
1: can only hope that uh, they're able to finish finish the season. I think it's getting a little better now. Um, the Marlins are back, like you said, and I think the Cardinals are are back in playing as well as the Pirates. Yeah, they got their their series delayed, um, yeah. so can only hope that it finishes there. And uh, yeah, some other news
0: um, around the NFL: George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, the two best tight ends in the league, both both cashed out on the same day. They got paid yesterday. George Kittle signing five year, seventy five million dollar contract yesterday. And Travis Kelsey signing a four-year extension for fifty-seven million, just over fifty-seven million. So he's he'll be with the the chief for the next six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, both those guys really important to their team. What are your thoughts on on those tight ends being locked up for a while? Yeah, I think it was a
1: great move by both teams. Um, I think Kittle is just is one of the best tight ends we've seen in a while since probably prime prime Gronkowski back in the early two thousand tens with the Patriots. Kittle's ability to as a blocker and a receiver is just incredible. He's he's so difficult to take down. We saw in the the Niners Saints game last year on that fourth down conversion. Um I think he's well deserving that contract. I think it's it's well well higher than uh much higher than the, like I think Hooper's Hooper's contract was the second highest and I think Henry's franchise tag was, was up there. Um but I think he definitely deserves that and uh I think the Niners did did well signing him. And then Kelsey, another, I think the Chiefs did great there. A lot of people were talking about how they wouldn't be able to keep some of their players uh, because of the Mahomes contract and Chris Jones signing him. But um, being able to lock down Kelsey, I mean, he'll probably retire there. I think he's 30 right now. So he'll probably be, like you said, six years. So he'll probably be you know 36 by the time that contract's up. And that's probably around the time he'll, he'll hang the cleats up. So I think he wanted to finish finish his career with Chief. And, uh, I mean, who wouldn't want to be thrown a football by Patrick Mahomes, and especially the way he's targeting that offense. Um, so I think great moves by the Niners and the Chiefs, um, and they 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 did those contracts well.
0: Just one other thing, quick: Cowboys uh, signed uh, Everson Griffin, so they they get more help on on the D line. I'm sure you like that move as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was outstanding throughout his career with the the Vikings. Um, and although he's he's kind of getting up there in age a little bit, I still think he's got some good years left in him. Uh, I think it was just a one year deal. So, but I mean, that's a nice move for the Cowboys who, who lost a couple pieces on defense. I think we will be able to help right away um, opposite of Demarcus Lawrence uh, rushing the pass for the Cowboys.
0: Okay, and other than that, uh, training camps will are continuing, um, and any more updates, we'll, we'll continue to, to give you guys them. Sure. All right, moving on now to the NCAA in the news all the time uh, recently. Uh, so yesterday, uh, the president of the NCA just post or canceled all fall championships. So this does not include the FBS, but so every other sport, um, championship is officially, uh, canceled or postponed, I guess, for the fall. Um, this is, this is huge news.
1: Yeah, it's definitely really disappointing. Um, I know, I know you and I both look forward to college football every year. Saturdays in the fall won't be the same this year. Big 10 and Pac-12 cancel their season or delay into the spring. Um, we saw some of these Big 10 coaches like Ryan Day, James Franklin, Harbaugh speak out um, this week trying to get their players, you know, give the – they're speaking out to these uh, – the presidents of the schools trying to trying to allow them to have a season and give their players a chance, saying how hard they've worked this summer and uh, how they, they thought that it would be safer for them in the football environment than being back at home or um, – you know, back in the dorms and in the classrooms um, could be dangerous for them. And uh, unfortunately, they still decide to cancel. Um, The SEC, ACC, and the Big 12 looks like they're still going to go ahead and have a season. Um, But, I mean, the Big 10 and Pac-12's idea to move to the spring, I think it'll be difficult. Um, If you're – like, they talk about player safety. I saw a lot of ESPN people this week came out and said spring season just – you're not going to have a chance to do that. It's just – they talk about player safety, but – if you're playing a spring season, that's two seasons, and then you're going to play in the fall. That's two seasons in less than 10 months, which is extremely dangerous, I think, for, especially in a sport like football. um, So I don't I don't know what's going to happen this spring. I, I hope that the SEC, the Big 12 and ACC you know, stick it out and play it because if not, the it's going to be disappointing not to have college football in the fall. Um, it won't be the same anyway without crowds or anything. Um, but, I mean – We'll wait and see. I don't know how they're going to do any sort of postseason or if the conferences will just end it after conference play. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, just touching quickly on what you said about the spring season, I completely agree that it's definitely not about player safety if if they go ahead and try to do a spring season. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, because there's no way they can they can play – I mean, we're talking about, let's say, Big Ten here. Like, it gets really cold over here on the East Coast. So, Mm -hmm. we're talking about playing in January, February where there's snow and it's freezing cold, increasing the chance for injury. And then, like you said, we're going to turn around a couple months later and get ready for the fall season. just doesn't seem likely. And, I don't know, I mean, we'll see. Like you said, there are some schools in the Big Ten that are are still trying – to fight for for a season um and they're exploring options whether that's they join another conference for for the the fall season I'm not sure how all that's yeah. going to work if that's even possible but yeah right now like you said ACC Big 12 and SEC all still playing to play and I, I mean I think the SEC will will try to to play no matter what um yeah. but yeah I don't know I think if those three play, they still might try to have a some sort of tournament at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in that case, I think a team like Penn State, Ohio State, the teams that you know really want to play and think they have a chance, they should definitely try to um, get in, get involved in that. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I think that was Sweeney said. I mean, a champion. If you're a champion, then you're the champion. Um, especially with with uh, the ACC and SEC. Big 12 playing. I mean, there's, those are where the champion comes out most of the time, Anyways, ACC and SEC. So, um, I think there still could be some good football played, but no doubt it's going to be, it's going to be different, like you said.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the idea of like Penn State or Ohio State playing Oklahoma, Texas, or like throwing them into that conference, I think that would be really cool. But I mean, I saw the, I saw Nebraska was trying to, figure out a way to play in the big 12 or play other games this year. And I think the big 10 commissioner threatened to kick him out of the conference. Um, so you got to look at things like that. And uh, going back to the, touching on the spring football again, too. Um, you got to think that, I mean, these rosters would be just completely depleted. I think of players sitting out getting ready for the NFL draft. There's no way say Justin Fields would play in a sp- in the spring um, and risk injury when we already know he's going to be going top five in the NFL draft. Ohio State was lucky to even have, you know, him thinking about playing in the fall. Um, as we saw, like Michael Parsons opted out. It's certainly a sad day for college fo- for college football fans. But if the if the SEC, Big Twelve, and ACC do play, I think, like you said, I think they'd be able to put together a nice little tournament there at the end. Um, they could probably find a way to collaborate on it and have some sort of nice finish to the season. Uh, we can only we can only hope that they end up doing something like that. So
0: we're both Penn State fans and. Yeah, you know, the season, you know, really, really, you know, we all had high hopes for for Penn State's season this year, oh, yeah. and just not to see that, uh, you know, come into fruition at all. It's it sucks, um, to be yeah. honest. And even if they do uh get into like a different conference or anything, just obviously will not be the same
1: at all. Yeah. No. Alrighty, uh, let's get into the NBA now. Here, finish it off. For today's episode um, the, I think the Eight game schedule ends today The eight game kind of pre pre Playoff um, We saw a great game last night between the Trailblazers And the Nets um, The Trail Blazers, It was a must win for them to get into the play-in In the West um, Other than that, the Grizzlies and Trailblazers are playing in the play-in And other than that, everyone else is set Seeding-wise I'll just run through the, the seeds real quick At West, we have the Lakers at one Clippers at two Nuggets at three, Thunder at four, Rockets at five, Jazz six, Mav seven, and then Grizzlies, Trailblazers eight nine. Or Trailblazers are eight now, I think, and Grizzlies are nine. Yeah. Um and then out out in the Eastern Conference, the Bucks one, Raptors two, Celtics three, Heat four, Pacers five, Sixers six, Nets seven, and Magic eight. Um so what are your thoughts on this eight game pre playoffs, Moff, and how it kind of played out last night?
0: Yeah, I thought uh, we saw some really good basketball over the course of the past couple of weeks. Um, really surprised me. I mean, a couple of things to highlight: we had some really, really amazing individual performances uh, throughout the the eight games. Like Devin Booker was unreal. Damian Lillard, unbelievable finishes last three games with fifty one, sixty one, and forty two points, I believe. Yeah. Um, T.J. Warren wasn't was unreal as well kind of came out of nowhere there and um you know like like I said Suns 8-0 and they didn't get in which was disappointing I think a lot of us were were rooting for them I really wanted to see a a Suns Blazers playing game I think that would have been very exciting um Mm -hmm. Devin Booker versus Damian Lillard but we didn't and like you said Blazers Grizzlies so that that starts tomorrow actually um so the Blazers only have to win one game. Grizzlies have to win two. Uh, so um, that should be interesting. Everything else starts Monday the 17th. Um, and, yeah, so right now we're just going to give you guys our, our full playoff predictions here.
1: Alrighty, righty. Started off here. Lakers, I think they're going to be playing the Blazers. I think the Blazers are definitely going to um, beat the Grizzlies in that play-in. Um, I'm going to have – I'm gonna have the Lakers over the Blazers in, in six. I think it'll take a little longer than people might think. I think the Blazers and Dame will give them a little trouble, but I think the Lakers or the Lakers will outlast them. Thunder Rockets. I think this will be a great series. I like the Rockets in six. I think they're coming along nicely with that that small five five man lineup they got going. Russell and James Harden. I think will do great in the playoffs here. Uh, That's also an interesting matchup. Thinking about Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook kind of switch teams. so that's a nice little storyline there in the first round. Um, Jazz Nuggets. Uh, I like the Nuggets in six here. I think this will be another good series here in the first round. Um, Gary Harris and Will Barton will be coming back healthy for the Nuggets. I think that'll put them over the top of the Jazz. And then Clippers-Mavs. I'll take the Clippers in five here. I think the Mavericks are a couple years away from being a really good team out west, but uh, the Clippers are, are the team now. And uh, I think they'll beat them handily there in the first round. Then now uh, going out east, Bucks magic uh, I like the Bucks in five here. Um, Magic's had a nice little, a couple games in the bubble so far, but I mean the Bucks clearly the better team, and I think they'll they'll handle them. Uh, Heat Pacers. This is another uh, interesting matchup between Jimmy Butler and T.J. Warren. I saw T.J. Warren had a little foot injury, um, but apparently he will be playing through it, and uh, there's a nice little rivalry between him and Butler. Um, but I mean, overall these teams are, are are good and they've been playing well. But I like the Heat in six here uh, to beat the Pacers. Celtics Sixers, another good series here. Um, I think without Benson, Sixers just won't be able to keep up with the Celtics. And I'll take the Celtics in six here. And then Raptors Nets close out the Eastern Conference side of the bracket here. I like the Raptors in five. The Nets have been playing surprisingly well for how many people have been out. Caris LeBurr has been playing outstanding. He's a great, great player. uh, But the Raptors just have too much talent there uh, to take him down. So I like the Raptors in five. Yeah,
0: going through mine quick, I – I I heard a lot of similarities um with ours. So Lakers over the Blazers. I also have them in 6. I think the Lakers will will take a little while to, to find their footing here. Um Rockets over the Thunder. I have that going to 7. Russell Westbrook is going to miss the first the first couple games I think. Um so we'll see how that that affects that that series. Nuggets over the Jazz on uh, six, and then I have the Mavs taking the Clippers to six. I think the Mavs are really good. Their offense, I think, is ranked with the best in the league, one of the best mm-hmm. in the league, but Clippers is too good. That's that's a good off- offense uh, versus defense matchup, though. Uh, yes. Clippers, really good defense there. Um, going to the east now, I have the Bucks sweeping the magic. At this. I just think they're uh, – Giannis is too good. They're too dominant. I had the heat beating the Pacers in six Celtics over the Sixers in five. I think Sixers are kind of depleted here. Um, I I would have liked to see, you know, Simmons and a a Sixers team playing well against the Celtics. I think that could have been a a good series, but unfortunately we don't get to see that and Mm -hmm. Raptors over the nets in five.
1: Yeah. So I think it'll be a good first round of action. Um, and I'm excited to, to watch it play out. Um, Ryan, you want to go ahead and keep keep your predictions going here for your bracket?
0: Yeah. And before before I start again, one thing is I think is really cool is we're we're gonna have games like in the afternoon, basically like all day every day, it's which like is August awesome. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty something we haven't haven't ever seen. Um, which is gonna be really fun, really fun to watch here. All right, so I got. The Lakers over the Rockets. Um I think I think that'll go that'll go six. Uh they'll give them some trouble. So I got the Lakers so far winning two games or two series in six games. Uh Clippers over the Nuggets in six as well. Um the Clippers just have too much. So that's gonna be a, a big uh conference conference championship right there. Um to the east now, I got the Bucks winning over the Heat in five, and I have the Celtics beating the Raptors in six.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar to you there. Um, I also have the Lakers over the Rockets. I think this one will go the distance, though. I was almost tempted to pick the Rockets. I really like the way the Rockets are playing, but I think the Lakers will outlast them in seven. Um, I like the Clippers over the Nuggets in six as well. Uh, the Clippers just have too much talent. I think for the Nuggets and will beat them there. Um, then going out east, like you have the Bucks over the I Heat. Th- I think this one might go to six. Um, and then I have the Raptors over the Celtics in six. Uh, I really like the way the Raptors are playing. Um, I think they'll, they'll outlast the Celtics in that one. Um, setting up a a nice Final Four here in the NBA bubble. I'll go ahead and and, and finish out my bracket here. Um, out in the battle, of LA. I'm I'm going to take the Clippers over the Lakers in seven. I think that'll be an outstanding series. Hopefully we get to see it. It's kind of been the, the matchup everyone's been waiting for and kind of predicting. Um, and I think it'll get there and I think the Clippers will, will beat them in seven. Um, and then in, in the Eastern side of the bracket, I'm going to take the Raptors over the Bucks in seven. Um, like I've been saying, I think the Raptors are hot. They've been playing well. And that sets up a, a nice Clippers Raptors finals. Um, Kawhi against his, his, his former team where he won the title last year. Um, And and that one, I like the Clippers, I'd say, in six. Um, I think the Clippers just have too much talent for the Raptors. Um, You know, have them winning the title.
0: All right. I also have the Clippers beating the Lakers. Um, You know, it it pains me (laughs) to make that prediction. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm a big LeBron fan, but uh, I mean, I think some of it depends on whether or not Rondo's back and healthy and just if Kuzma can step up and and be a, a big third Third guy there, um, we'll see. But Clippers, uh, Kawhi getting back to another championship. It's what I have there. And Bucks, Celtics. I have the Bucks winning this one in seven, though. I think the Celtics, um, just not quite there. They have a lot of a lot of star power, but not quite ready to take the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to finish it off here, I have the Clippers winning. So Kawhi gets back-to-back titles, uh, three titles with three different teams, kind of you know, takes another step in in history there. Uh, yeah, beat the Celtics in six. Um, so, but I think right now Clippers are are primed for uh, another championship run. I agree. Should be should be fun to watch. So now we have a lot of basketball being played um, from now until the time the finals start. They start September thirtieth. Um, so everyone, thanks for tuning in. That's all we got for you guys today. Um, have a good, have a good
1: one. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, gotta love sport, man. Stay safe out there. Um, we'll be back for another epi soon. So we'll see you guys.